Welcome to Pocket Watch Podcast. I'm Zach. Cruz. Jake. And we're fucking Pocket Watch Podcast. Yes, sir. Laugh at us or learn with us. We're here to grow. And yes, growing we're fucking doing, man. Podcast, it's your boys. That's right. What's up? Thank you for tuning in, tuning in for another week, man. Make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe, comment. Do something else, man. I don't know. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. You're always supposed to tell your mom. Oh, I'm always done to y'all to tell your mom. Yeah, man. Hey, thank you guys for listening for another week. We love y'all, man. We got another episode today. What's up? What's up? What's up, man? All right, drop the music. I got you right now. You ready? Pocket watch segment. Pocket watch segment. Give me the applause with the pocket watch segment. All right, now we got a pocket watch segment. You ready? Are you ready? That's crazy. All right, today's pocket watch segment. And I know I know. I said we we're going to get a little interesting with it. I got a little, uh, a, another kind of thing we could do later this episode, too. We'll do like a, we'll do a lottery loss. Lottery L or something like that. But... For this pocket watch segment, we're gonna be doing Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Who's that? All right, Steve Jobs, founder of Apple. I'm just kidding. Founder of Apple, right? Died died at 56 from cancer in 2011. Net worth in 2011, 10.2 billion dollars. <sighs> net worth, net worth when he died. Uh, died at 56 from cancer. Um, That's crazy, considering like you can have all the money in the world, bro, but you still cancer can still get your ass. I mean, and what's crazy is how they have like, like we talked about in the other episode, in the uh, like a couple episodes ago, how they have like now treatments for cancer and shit. Where I'm sure if you have that kind of money, like it's it's that kind of goes to that one fact, you know, where that's probably really is something they're really now starting to figure out or whatever. Because it's true, if you got all the money in the world, you should be able to fight a lot of things. But yeah, but sicknesses, bro. It's interesting to me though because I know that there's like a lot of uh, a lot of studies that are being done international and abroad that have like a lot of big um, like high. What kind of cancer was it? But it's like a lot of um, a lot of new medicine that is being produced or pancreatic. Ooh, he died from pancreatic cancer. Yeah, did, pan- it, did it metastasize? I don't fucking know, Zach. I'm sorry, bro. Yo, what does metastasize <laughs> mean, bro? But so if you have cancer and it metastasizes, it means like it spreads throughout your body, and at this point, it's like it's already through like your blood system. It's like in your lymphatic systems. It's like throughout your whole body. So like even if you remove the pancreas, it's still gonna pop up somewhere else. That's what metastasizes. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, he was fucked. He died. That sucked. But I mean, Steve Jobs, man, like. Died net worth ten point two billion. Founder of Apple, like started in like you got all these videos and pictures of him starting in the garage or whatever. He's famous for like the I wear the same thing every day, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't have to complicate my day with other things, you know, or whatever. The reason why I chose him was uh, I saw I got a um, I got an article sent to me by a coworker, um, and. It was funny because usually like when I get article, you know, when I get like links or something from friends or coworkers, it's some funny shit or whatever. But I saw this one and it said 39 years ago, Steve Jobs revealed the most important indicator of successful people. 
in an interview he did like 39 years ago or whatever. And I was like, you know what? This guy sending me this. Like, let's see what let's see what he's talking about. Who sent it? Uh, one of my coworkers. Hmm. Um, and it was pretty cool. But he was saying, um, he was pretty much saying that uh, the measure Steve Jobs view, like how he measured success, is by the amount of mistakes that a person has made. Hmm. That he was saying that like things get more refined as you as you make mistakes and do them. So I've had a chance to make a lot of mistakes, and he he looks at positions and stuff from the view of like the he looks at jobs or whatever the case is and he's he measures the successfulness by the the opportunity for to be able to make mistakes i love that and the reason why i love that is because i feel like one of the one of the best ways to learn is to make mistakes because especially if you're an accountable person bro because if you make a mistake and you're accountable and you can be like, okay, I made a fucking mistake, bro, do you fucking learn from it? Nothing sticks in more than shit like that, bro. Yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, like, what, like, they got all kinds of sayings for it, right? Like, the only difference between the sensei and the, and the master is the master's made all of the mistakes that that person is getting ready to or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that's wisdom, right? Like, that's why as you grow older, you, you become more wise because you've made a lot of these mistakes that we're in the, getting ready to make or whatever the case is. But I just thought that was cool, too, though, that, like, even outside of that, where he's like, I measure success by that. Like, mm-hmm. how many mistakes has a person made or whatever? Because he believes that they're more, like, refined, more uh, solid that way or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Not just that, but it also shows you how resilient that person is. Man. Like, it, it, like failure, failures can show you so much about a person's character in pretty much almost every aspect that you can think about. Yeah. Because a failure doesn't define you, but if how you how you handle that failure can define what kind can define what kind of person you are. Yeah. You can define your character, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And he was saying too in that article or whatever interview he did like 40 years ago, um pretty much like people think of success and especially with companies. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. especially in the like the view of a company or whatever, but he was like people see success as like an event. When really it's like a process, it's like yeah, a yeah. series of like all kinds of mistakes, all kinds of refinement, and then you kind of like stumble across like that that nice thing, you know, mm-hmm. or like the thing that clicks, the thing that works, or whatever the case is. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty dope. But and then obviously some fun facts about Steve Jobs. You ready? Steve Jobs was adopted, mm-hmm. right? Nice little. He's a he's a motivated motherfucker. You know, like didn't have a good family or whatever at home, so it don't mean shit. You still could go become Steve Jobs. Um, he almost became a Buddhist monk, hmm. and I wonder if that was like due to his hair loss from like natural reasons or because of like some spiritual thing he was trying to do. But he almost became a Buddhist monk. Steve Jobs was like, I wonder if that was like him on like his path of like trying to like self heal. I'm sure he seems like, especially like with that interview and stuff like that, he seems like a super like, I don't know. Like, he's also, like, super fucking creative, right? Coming up with Apple, like, the way that is or whatever. I mean, man. But was Apple 2011. So he, that's cool. He did get to die seeing, like, Apple as what Apple is. He died in 2011? 2011. Has it been that long? It's 12 years now. He died 12 years ago? I don't know why, but I feel like that shit was, like, 2017. Mm-mm. Damn, bro, he died a while ago, bro. Yep, 2011. So he got to see like the the fruits of his man. Creations. But he would, boy, would he be proud now? Oh, now it's like powerhouse, like bro. bro. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Like I know Samsung. I know like it's divided, 
but like user for user, if it wasn't for like third world countries, Apple is dying. Apple Apple is the best, bro. Like any any like any very well established communities that like are are living like above poverty. You know what's crazy with Apple too is like even with their phones, like you know uh, certain products they can change the prices depending on where like the area they're selling in right like you spoke about third world countries or and stuff like that that's why i think like these other cell phone companies or whatever like find their market in those third world countries because apple does not adjust their prices no matter where they're being no it gets more expensive sometimes exactly and and i like i learned that in international business and it was kind of interesting i was like oh no shit like they sell it the same price here that they sell it there that they sell it in Wherever it's usually more expensive. That's why people come to the United States. If people like live to in South America, they'll come in the United States because there's like import taxes. Yep, and there's like the cost of transport, like of um, exporting. Getting they don't importing. even change the price for that shit. Bro. And uh, and it's kind of like a bunch of people asked why, and it was like, well, because then people would just go to those countries, buy a shit ton of phones, and then come here and kind of sell them. Right. So it's kind of what you, people but, do in South America. Too, but they're, but they're able to fucking, they're able to, to dominate that market without even changing their prices. Like that's pretty, that's pretty insane, man. Yeah. Nobody, nobody competes with them. You know what I mean? And they're actually saying that their new chip, the, um, the M2 chip for the phones uh-huh. is so powerful that I can compete with like gaming computers. Really? Like low level gaming computers. <laughs> Cause they're looking, they're building their own chips now. Right. Yeah, I don't know who's actually the manufacturer because I heard I, th- I know for a moment, but they they bought the manufacturer, so it's not them, but they they like integrated with whoever is making the chips. To be honest, I don't remember. I remember reading something. I don't remember exactly, but I know for sure. I'm like ninety nine percent sure that unless it recently changed, that their phone displays are Samsung phone displays. Oh really? Like the actual screen is Samsung. Mm, well, everybody gets to eat, bro. Everybody yeah. gets to eat. It's all good. Uh, Steve Jobs is like the Steve Jobs is the one of the poster childs or the faces of college dropouts, successful college dropouts. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs dropped out of college. Um, I think he had some like quotes about why he did that as well too. Like his, a lot of the famous quotes about why you don't need to go to college comes from Steve Jobs. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't in there learning anything I needed to learn, like little things like that. Um, Jobs named an Apple computer after his daughter. I forgot. I don't even know which one that was. He married one of his students, which is weird that he's a college dropout, went out to teach, and then married one of his students. Freaking weird. That's creepy. That's creepy. <clears throat> Ended up meeting his biological daughter at the age of 27. It's pretty cool. Wait, so ended up meeting his, wait, 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 wait. His biological sister. His biological sister. He's a biological daughter. I'm no. like, whoa, 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 his hold on. That, that sounds so weird, bro. Yeah, man. Shout out to Steve Jobs, bro. Was that after he was fucking wealthy? That she at ran? the age of 27? Yeah, because he was already. I think he was like. So, his, so his sister was like, "Oh, that motherfucker's rich." Yeah, Let he wasn't who him. he is now, but he had like, uh, his net worth was like one million or like four million at 25. Mm-hmm. So that's the equivalent of like nice little. So at 27, he was, 80, probably, he was probably like a female. Yeah. Bar. Okay. So he was he was doing some things. He wasn't who he was, but definitely met his sister. Like, what's up, bitch? I wonder if she gave. I wonder if he gave her some stocks. Yeah. He gave her some stocks back then, bro. You suffer life. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. All right. 
Next topic. You ready for this one? This one, I want to call it uh, lottery loss of the week. Lottery loss of the week. Yeah, because uh, I got I got a couple of these. I didn't put enough like effort into this one, so I'm just going to make it the lottery loss of the week. Because some of these, if I put effort in, we can make it the pocket watch segment. But this one's going to be lottery loss of the week. This shit drives me crazy, bro. Because it's like, what would you do? Like, you, Zach is busting his ass. Working mad hard, right? Like looking for a come up. Like we're all looking for that extra opportunity, that extra like luckiness or whatever. And then you always think of like these people that win lotteries. And then you're like, man, what would I do? You know, you go through that circle. What would I do if I won that money or whatever? So lottery loss of the week. Laura and Roger Griffiths. Okay. They won $2.76 million in a lottery jackpot in 2005. By 2010, bankrupt. Everything went to shit. But in between those five years. Apparently, they were, like, totally in love, never argued, nothing like that. Won their money. They bought a dream home, and they brought they bought a Porsche. They had a bunch of luxury trips to Dubai, Monaco, Monaco, and New York City, stuff like that. But their fortune definitely ended in 2010. There was a freak fire that gutted their brand-new home, uh, which was uninsured. Whoa. Forcing, forcing them to shut It was out. uninsured? Uninsured. How, like, they did this so wrong. They went that's, out, they bought a big-ass home. Think, that's why I think L is uninsured. Bro. And then they, they uh, by the time they went bankrupt, they uh, got divorced. This is the end of a 14-year marriage. Like, the lottery ruined their lives, you could almost argue. Like, how much happy, what would their lives look like without winning? And that's what's the funny thing is. Imagine not winning $2.76 million, right? Like, they probably would have been fine. They probably would have been happy. But and they, the crazy thing is, like... It's a lot of money, but it's not like a crazy mm-hmm. amount of money. Like you can't take, you can't get two point seven six million and live for the rest of your life, like no. an exuberant lifestyle, like they were trying to set up. And maybe it like it was like enough money where it's like that's what's funny. It's not that much money, right? We talk about we had a episode. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like it's a lot of money, but like it's not a lot of money at the same time. Like in the grand scheme, it's of enough things. money to get you in trouble. Yes, it's enough money for you to go buy a big ass house, a nice ass car, go take mad trips and shit, and then not be able to cover that overhead. That like, mm, that's if the you thing, didn't so. do it right, it's upkeep. You gotta be able bro, to maintain the upkeep. Not at all able to maintain the upkeep, and it just brings all these stresses. Enough to end a fourteen year marriage. All that shit, man. That shit kills me, bro. That's tough. I don't know if you heard about the one where. A guy won like a crazy amount of money. I don't remember the exact amount, but it was like tens of millions. The guy won it, bought like a big ass mansion, you know, has having these crazy parties for that. I don't remember how much long after, like how long after, but it wasn't that long after, and the fucking guy overdosed, bro, and died. Mm. Talk about a fucking L, bro. Mm. Well, they talk about like. If you got problems and you get all this money and you find out your problems aren't solved, like, it's actually, like, a deeper hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, it hits that much harder, like, knowing, you know? Because yeah. you got all these other reasons why you probably are having these problems that helps you justify them in mm-hmm. your mind. And then when you get, like, no excuses, all this money, shit like that, it's, like, even more lonely. It's, like, even more sad. Um, it's fucked up, bro. It's, it's funny, though, because you always hear people say, like, money can't buy happiness. But, like, when you don't have the money, it's really hard to, like, fathom that expression. Because, you, you, like, a lot of your stresses and issues that you have roots to money. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. But, like, it is so true that money cannot buy you happiness. Like, mm-hmm. happiness comes from so many other things than just money. Yeah, you know, you could buy materialistic things and all that stuff like that. But, like, at the end of the day, 
Like, can it truly make you happy, happy? You know what I mean? And we've talked about it. I mean, a certain amount of money definitely does get you the happiness, right? <laughs> yeah, like, but, but it has to be like an exuberant if amount. If you got problems and you're making, you know, six figures or something and you got all these problems, like making getting a $2.7 million lottery or something ain't going to solve that for you. No. And it's crazy because there's actually a girl that I know. Like, I'm not, like, cool with her or super close or anything like that. But I know of her or whatever. And she won she won over a million dollars in a lottery. <clears throat> And then, like, she was talking about it online because people were going crazy. And she was like, bro, that million is gone yeah. already. Like, it was, like, a month after, two I months mean, after. after. taxes, too, and right? she, That's what she said. She said, like, she got taxed like crazy. And she said after her taxes, she said she bought her mom a house. She bought her a house. She paid off her mom's debt. She paid off her debt. And then she said that they went and bought, like, a like a newer vehicle. And she said that they had, like, 40 grand left. And that was it. I mean, that's a great little setup, that, though. That was going to say, I was like, now you're fucking set for life, bro. You have a house cash. Your mom has a house yep. cash. No debt. You own your car, bro. That's like, the way to do it. That's not that's like some that's extravagant dope. house or some yeah. shit like that. You know, like something like we were talking about, like, even with Well, that if you couple. buy two houses, pay off debt, buy a car. And like, like normal houses. What you know? would the tax be on that, on a million dollars? You're probably taking, like, what, like, probably 600 if you're lucky, you know what I mean? Right. And so, I mean, two houses, debt. And a car like gone for six hundred. That's not bad, bro. Because now tax houses are fucking yeah. A basic house is three hundred now. Yeah, you know. Put your money in real estate. That's a great idea. So, but speaking of the lottery shit, though, I don't know if you heard about. Um, there was like, I forgot how much, it was. So much fucking money. Um, and the winning lottery ticket was sold in a gas station in Kissimmee, mm-hmm. Florida. But it was not claimed. Like, there were people putting out posts, like, please, like, whoever went, because the gas station, they win money if the, like, if they sold oh, the lottery really? ticket. Yeah. So if the gas station was pushing, like, hard because they get a big kickback. I didn't know the, that. But, but so I want to add to this. Have you heard about the whole conspiracy thing with the California stuff? Mm-mm. So there's, like, a big conspiracy thing going on saying that they're using the, the, the lottery to funnel money. It's like money launder and funnel money because. Mm. There has been like crazy big, big, like crazy, crazy big, big lottery tickets that have been winning lately. And all of them are in California. All of them are in the same city. And I'm pretty sure a lot of them have been at the exact same fucking look store location. And so they're saying that they're trying to like, they're, they're like funneling money through the, the lottery Like whoever's system. running, because there's a bunch of different lottery systems, right? Mm-hmm. But like, there's probably some big ones that are involved mm-hmm. with laundering money. That's and they're saying they're, they're saying do it, bro. And they're saying that they're that they're money laundering with the system, and that's why they're saying like the odds of it being okay. California, no, they have like a high crazy population. Statistic, so statistically speaking, the odds are higher. Same city mm, that really dwindles it down. But even if it's a high populated city, okay, what is that? Ten percent, maybe five percent is slim. But damn, the fucking same store, bro. Yeah, that is crazy, and to have. Two winners at the same city, same same uh, same location, store location, at the same time. What do you think if if you had if you had to launder five million dollars in two years? What would you try to do? Like, what would be your? Would you take out? Because I was thinking about it too. I was like, man, it's not. Like, I think a lot of the people that get caught is because they're doing like a lot of motherfucking money, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about like, all right, you got to launder five million in two years. That's a lot of fucking money, right? But then if you think about like. If, you're, I would, I if think, you're doing well in certain things, you could take on a shit ton of debt, like take a big ass business loan, all these things. And the reason why we don't do it is because there's the risk of the business not doing well. But if you're laundering the money and you got that five quick, million- quick answer, I would say. 
I would say, quick answer. I would say food truck. Start quick, a food truck. Quick answer. I would say food truck. Next five answer, million though. Next answer over five years. Two years. Over two years. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. You might need a couple of different food trucks. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna. Yeah, I wouldn't be just one food truck. It would be multiple food trucks. That would be like the idea. But I always thought about a bar. I was gonna say bar or strip club. Strip club. Strip club is the easiest way to money to launder money like that, bro. Massage parlor. No, no, but no. I was gonna say definitely massage, uh, massage. Definitely, (laughs) definitely definitely a strip club. I think would be definitely one of the easier ways to do it because that's like basically all cash. Yeah, man, that's a whole cash business, bro. I wonder now that you think about it. I wonder the like the correlation between a lot strip clubs being opened and somebody needing their money laundered a lot, right? And it still it still could be a viable business, right? But it just probably looks way better in mm-hmm. the books. That's why a lot of the narcos own like restaurants, bars, because those are and any, clubs. Any so. any money pit business is like a perfect one to do it. Clubs is another big one. Cash based. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever watched Ozark? No, man, you should watch it. You'll probably like Ozark because it's like applicable. It's all about like this accountant dude that ends up getting in deep with this money. Oh, I've seen, I've like seen that. like, um, I've seen like. Like some clips of it, like seen like portions of it because my girl watched it. So like every once in a while I come in and I watch it a little. They, that one, like at the the last season of that one, because when we're talking about one of the best ways to launder money, they ended up opening a casino, which you would think oh. is the best. But yeah. it's so fucking regulated though that mm. it may be harder than something. And I think the show kind of showed that, which was kind of cool too. Yeah, I can see that being a thing, but I still think that you can get around it because. It's not like you're IDing. I mean, I guess if people are winning, I don't know. I don't know. I would have to, I would have to look at the math on it to be honest. With you. It's like the casino. Like, what is the percentage of people that come in and lose their money? They give the money they need laundered mm-hmm. to people to come in and gamble. Mm-hmm. So they're like twenty people a week. I'm giving each of them ten k or some shit like that to kind of go and lose their money. Is that what they were doing? Yeah. Mm. Like they're gonna go and they lose. And then yeah, but then if they research those people, but do they? they don't think they, they don't think the ID people. Nah, unless they, they, they know you're in some shady shit, which they did eventually in that season, which is kind of it was good. It's a good series of huh. watch. Yeah, that's interesting. I would definitely say probably I would think strip club would be one of the easier ones. I would open like a strip club in like Atlanta. Yeah, and make it like a fire. Like go like go all out with the strip club. Take out big ass loans and just keep making your payments. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even go crazy with the loans, bro. Well, because how else do you show that you could make those big ass expenses, right? Like if Zach Zach Martin out of nowhere opens up, oh yeah, yeah, point, to, yeah, to get it started, you're not worried about no. defaulting on the loans because you know you're no, you're to, make yeah, the yeah. payments to, and, to get it started. You would have to loan, you have to take a loan out, whatever. The big the thing would be try to find that's like just an for optics though. That's yeah, just yeah. like you're not yeah. real. Zach would be worried, but if you were sitting on five million dirty money, you'd just be making no, your payments, pretending no, like your business yeah. is viable. No, yeah, you would have the loan to get it started, just to have it. So like you can be like, if they ask like, how'd you come up with this money? Either that, or you would find an investor, yeah, to partner in with you and be like, I promise you, I'll pay you back on this, mm-hmm. this, and that. Yeah, trust. but you can find an investor that can have that can have viable sources. Open up a strip club, fucking bro. To connect with some people, pay fucking people to have some big names come in and post some videos of them throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Give them a hundred thousand dollars to come and throw a hundred thousand dollars. Hired Terrence Riley, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's what I'm saying. That you would you would get these like these big name celebrities, like these fucking artists. If you're in Atlanta performing, come through, bro. We'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to throw 
we'll give you $150,000 to throw $100,000 in our club. Record it. Yeah. Re- record you throwing 100 k in my club. Yeah. And I will give you 150 k Yeah. And just have those videos. So if anything with the court, be like, bro, look, I have a video of homeboy right here throwing a hundred thousand dollars in my club. Like, bro, like this is like a, this is a a usual thing that happens in our club. Like you're tripping right now. Yeah. All right. I'm about to put you in a, what would you do scenario? Ready? What would you do scenario? I'm going to set the stage because I saw this post and it was good. And I don't know how I feel about it, but it was good. And the comment section, first of all, on situations like this, when you see it, the comment section is the best. It's fucking beautiful. The internet always wins. But what would you do? Your girl. It's you, your girl, your wife. Let's say it's your wife at the time, and you Mm -hmm. got a kid. Mm -hmm. Your wife's group of friends want to go out to dinner because it's one of your wife's friend's birthdays. Right? So you go out to a nice nice place. You're having dinner. It's just just you. You're you're like on the side because you're just coming with your wife on the side, and it's your wife and her five friends and the birthday girl. Right? Having a nice dinner. And then at the end, um, you're like, let me be let me be a nice guy. Because this is an ego thing I think guys go through. When you talk about at the end, paying the bill. Because I do think, I do like to pay for things. It makes me feel good. Like, mm-hmm. I do like when I meet Christian's friends, like my girl's friends and stuff. I love to buy a round of drinks or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, it, it is nice. It makes me feel good. But uh, the husband was like, I'm a, you know, I'll pay for the birthday girl and my family. And then, and then everybody can split, you know, their end or whatever. And when I saw that, I was like, yeah, that's probably something I would do. But her friends were like, wait, what? Like, you're the only man at the table. Like, like what? Like, you're not going to pay for the whole bill. Like, this and this and that. Like, they were going hard at him. And I remember just thinking, like, when I was watching that video, like, I do not know what I would say. Like, part of me would be like, yeah, I don't fucking. Like, my ego matters enough to say I'm going to pay for my family. And maybe a little bit more, I'll get a good little, like, it makes me feel good if I pay for the birthday girl. But my ego does not get hurt if I don't pay for the whole fucking table. Like, I do not give a fuck. Uh-huh. And part of me, like, I was like, if I was in that situation, because there's all this shit. Like, but if I was in that situation, part of me would just be like, yeah, sorry, girls. I'm not a real man. Like, I'm not a real man. Uh-huh. I'm only going to pay for my family and the birthday girl. Like, y'all can think what you want, you know. Uh-huh. But... Man, looking at the comment section of that post, it's like, yeah, and these are all the girls that are like, you know, I don't need no man and shit like that. Like, it's 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 great. It's hilarious. But I was just wondering, what would you what would you do in that situation? Um, First of all, what'd you do what the guy did? Say, fuck you. Like, you're going to a dinner with your wife and your kid, and it's her friend's dinner, and it's for her friend's birthday. No other man there. Who do you pay for? Like, how do you go about the bill? I'm paying for the people for me. That's it. I ain't paying for everybody else, bro. You wouldn't even pay for the no. birthday girl. I mean, maybe depending on our Where relationship. We at, the, who, yeah, who is that? person? Who is it? Like, is it just like some random bitch or something like that? Right. Also depends on like my financial situation too. Right. Like if I'm fucking like, but really, even if you're well off, if if I'm super comfortable, if I'm really well off, I'll happily pay for the birthday girl. Okay, but that's really it well. though, right? Like, why would you pay? If for I'm it? really, really, if I'm really, really well off, bro, I wouldn't even care for paying for the table. But that's really well off. But that's different. Yeah, really, really well off. I wouldn't care for paying for the table, but I'm telling you right now, when we get in that car, me and my girl are gonna have another conversation. And don't invite me to this shit. Don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to see you around them bitches again. Yeah. Period. Especially what you're saying is like if they if they confronted you in a way, 
Yeah. Like if they ain't confronted you, like yeah. if you don't initiate. And, and I think I think one of the biggest things I've seen the video you're talking about, and I think one of the biggest issues with with that part was that it wasn't even it wasn't even asked. It was like expected and expected. Yeah. And that right there, even if I was even if I was fucking Elon, bro, that would piss you off. That would be the I would be like fuck you. Yeah. Who the fuck are you to tell me what the fuck I'm gonna do now? If it was like. Oh, you know, like, could you pay now, for us? In like, the video, he announces kind of like, because the waiter comes and he goes, I'll pay for me and my family and the birthday girl. And then that's when they kind of came at him. But even then, it's mm-hmm. like, you're declaring who you're going to pay for and then you're giving me shit for it. I don't know. It was yeah. a, like, it was like a perfect I, I think it's, I think it's different if somebody asks or like, if my girl would have said something, you know, like maybe she was like, oh, you know, like, what do you think about paying for the other people or whatever to like be nice? If I was well off, maybe we can have that conversation. But the fact that they even thought it was expected is like that right there would instantly just sit sour in my stomach. And I, I might just pull the Uno reverse card and be like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll put a fucking I'll put a gift card in the fucking sleeve and go to the bathroom and be like, yo, babe, meet me in the car. We out and leave them with the whole fucking bill. <laughs> Uno reverse, bitch. I'll leave a twenty dollar fucking TJ Maxx or a Starbucks card in there. <laughs> yeah, man, that makes me like like when you think about those that have like a lot of money and then they have to deal with. Dating You know what I mean And then it's like you, Are you constantly Just around those type of girls I'm gonna tell you right now With that video that I saw No matter fucking what When we got in that car Me and my girl Are having our talk Yeah the, Because be Because those girls Are cut off bro Like Lame if, if my girl If my girl Wants to continue To be associated With girls that are like that Then we need to reevaluate what we're doing and Because my, I don't I don't rock with that My bro. thing with that too Is like Here Like I kind of don't mind it, right? Like, I don't mind the girls that do that and they say that. Like, they have a point. But what I hate is if you ugly. Like, there couple, three of those girls were not it, bro. And it's like, yo, you can't, yo. Be no, you can't be no average girl, like, speaking like that. You yeah. know? Like, I have zero problem with the baddies. Like, is that my cup of tea? Absolutely not. But if you're like a baddie, 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 and that's the way you're talking, like that's how you carry yourself, cool. Like that's you, boo boo. The shit that pisses me off is is like the ugly girls talking like that. You know why? Because it's like you're speaking like I should be doing, like I should be the money man, and you should be the bad bitch, right? But you're not the bad bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not holding your end to the bargain, yeah. like with this transaction. I don't yeah. know. That's like I, I don't know, bro. Like for me, I, I think it would just sit sour in my stomach for the expectation of it. And I don't think I would rock with it. But I, with that being said, um, don't ever go to dinner with somebody, guy, girl. I don't give a fuck who you are, what the fuck you qualify yourself as or you claim yourself as. Don't ever fucking go out to a dinner and order some shit that you can't pay for yourself. Yeah. Even if somebody invites you out, be ready to Come pay on, for man. that shit, bro. Because some shit can happen. And it, that's the worst situation to be put yourself in. You know what I mean? That's some, that's some awkward shit, bro. And I'm at like I'm at the point where I kind of like, like from the girl. You know what's end, even crazier about the whole conversation? I'm sorry to cut you off. I just like thought about it. and It kind of just pissed me off. His girl wasn't even the fucking birthday, birthday girl. girl. No, like that's that's crazy. I'm paying for the birthday. That's girl. That's crazy because like if your girl's the birthday girl, it's like Aah. we invited everybody. Yeah, we invited everybody. You guys came and supported, show some love. Like very true. Like. If I'm well off, that kind of like is more like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. It's my this girl's is, birthday. Like they came out to support my girl. Like, no, all right, bro. I, just, I appreciate I appreciate you guys coming. You're you know? the guest. 
But like, bro, that is the crazy part. Like, it's not even his girl. That's the birthday. His girl's not even birthday girl, bro. Yeah. That's wild, bro. Yeah. Nah, bro. This this shit's fucked, bro. But like, I'm at the point too where I feel like even the guy that you know they don't. So like, the girls that are like that, I find like corny, super turn off, whatever. If you're ugly, even more so, bro. And the crazy part about that is too. Sorry, like cut you off again. Is if you're like that, bro, and you're out with your friends, and then like you expect something like that. And you single, go look in the mirror because that's why you're single. Yep. Yep. But you say you don't support the corny and show that one. No, but I, I like on the guy side, I find it just as corny and a turn off for me when a guy you know isn't making that much money and, and spending and acting like they do make that yeah. much money. Like if he would have paid for the table and he's just making six figures or something, it's like, bro, like you didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, goddamn, bro. You know, like unless you're making like Big big money Like I find it weird and corny If you're acting like it You know what I mean no, like, That's true Like it's just as weird to me Like that's the equivalent On the guy side Of like the girl saying Like the man should pay for everything I find it just as weird and corny When that's the def- guy that's pays def- for That's definitely true Right Especially if it was like What you said It was like a $700 dinner bro. For like six people or something <clears throat> I don't care Like that That would hurt me That's big bro Like for I a should, dinner that, that would hurt me too that, hurt, that hurts people up. I've, I would say like You gotta be making over one like two hundred thousand or more for that to not be that crazy, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's where that's how I see it. Like, bro, are you making quarter million a year? If not, that ain't nobody want to spend seven hundred dollars for a dinner. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the the club thing is a little different because you're trying to get some pussy, right? Like that's different. I that I don't mind as much, you know. But like the guy that just wants to pay just cause I, I mind that shit. But I think going to a club, and you you got a friend, bottles you got a street. friend that you know of, right? That kind of acts like that, right? That pays and shit. But that motherfucker makes probably that nice quarter million a year. You yeah, know what I, mean? yeah, I know like, a few people that are like that. Yeah, two hundred to two fifty a year. It's like okay, yeah, that's not gonna hurt you that much. But mm-hmm. I do think like unless and very little people are making that or more. Yeah. Uh, that's why most of the time I find it kind of corny. It's like, bro, I'm kind of like I'll pocket watch, right? Like I'll kind of look and I'll be like, you probably like max making like one fifty, you know? And it's like sometimes depending on the situation. Now. So much context to this. Mm-hmm. If it's your girl's birthday, this and that, I would do the same, right? Like, okay, that's worth the event, the payment, whatever. But if that guy was just, like, out here trying to pay for everybody's shit and stuff like that, if I was one of the boyfriends that also came, I'd be like, this guy's kind of cool. I think it's different. I think it's <laughs> different. It's, it's, not like, it's not like they went to, like, Miller's. Right. They went, no, to like a, they went to, like, a nice. $700 bill for five people. Yeah, they went to, like, a nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is, like, I, I'm just curious I'm just like one of the things that would like really tick me off in that situation too is if like everybody was everybody that was like talking about wanting me to pay was out here ordering like a filet mignon with a lobster tail on the side the end, and some caviar and like an appetizer, a drink, and all this shit. And me and my girl are over here ordering like an entree and like one drink or something like that. And they're over here like splurging with a nah, dessert, bro. like a full course meal. Like that shit would make me like, and then you want to have me pay like after you want to do all these extras. That was to be something else that would sit sour. I almost stomach. feel uncomfortable when people pay because I'm like, damn, I don't want, I don't want to indulge like, like I would if I was paying for myself yes. too. Yes, I felt that too. Like I've literally gone places and people are like, oh, I'm gonna pay, and I'm like, damn, Fuck. bro, that salmon sounds fire. Yep. But I'm over here ordering chicken wings, yep, because like I don't want to drop, I don't want to get a twenty eight dollar meal for the salmon when I can get a fucking twelve dollar wing. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. No, I feel you one hundred percent. I've been like that before too. But yeah, man. It's actually funny. I've actually been out with people and they're like, oh, it's on me, and I'm like. All right, bro. I'm just gonna get some like yeah. mozzarella sticks and burger in the water. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not gonna get the ribeye. That actually happened not too long ago. I went out with a bunch of like I went out with some investors and shit like that, 
And we went to a place and they're like, oh, we're going to, they're like, oh, I'm going to pay. I'm like, okay. And then I just fucking ate the appetizers they ordered. Everybody like ordered entrees and I just ate the appetizers they got. I was like, no, I'm not going to have you guys dropping a bunch of money on me, bro. It's all good. Yeah, man. So I should have took a meal though. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck them. That's the episode, man. Oh. Thank you guys for tuning in for another week. If you guys haven't already, like, follow, share, subscribe, and check the description down below if you guys want to show some support. Support. If y'all want to show some support, check the description. And again, like we talked about before, we're going to think about getting a little more creative for ways to support. But man, we fuck with y'all. Thank you very much, man. We're working hard. 2024, man. 1.6K right now on YouTube. You know that? We about to hit 2K in like. Next month or two, baby. That first thousand is the hardest. It took us fucking two and a half years to get a thousand. You know what's crazy though? What I find really impressive is that we have 1.6k on YouTube. And what do we have on Instagram? Three something? Mm-hmm. Bro, we got half of our our YouTube is half of our Instagram following. That's big. YouTube's there's something about YouTube that's a little bit broken, I think, right now. That I'm really trying to exploit. Like uh-huh. ever since even in March, I think the shorts and let me not say broken, but I think our content is good enough. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where we can take advantage and exploit uh-huh. the broken shorts. Now we gotta get a lot better if we're trying to do what we're talking about, but still those YouTube's a little broken that way. Like we get way I get way better feedback. We get way better like interactions and stuff on YouTube than we do on Instagram. TikTok is kinda there. Like I think our TikTok and YouTube shorts. If we would if we would have kept it with TikTok, bro, even we probably though, blew up to be honest. Even then, bro, like like we'll get an average two point five k on YouTube shorts and shit like that, and then one or two will blow up. Like TikTok is it's a little harder. Instagram's a little harder. Like it's a little more of a community base. I see Instagram, and then TikTok isn't different, but the promotions are also broken on YouTube. I think too, bro. Like finding a good video and promoting it, bro. I'll spend fucking fifteen dollars. 20 bucks and promote it and it gets a great feedback bro like great response like i feel uh-huh. like it's a little bit broken right now and we about to take advantage of that man yeah that's a big reason why we went from 300 subs just in march to a year later being at 1.6k and we were in in march we were doing it for two years you know yeah. what i mean so it's like bro what we did the past year versus the first two years it's like it's kind of stupid so We'll see what's up. But you know what though, I was saying because the other day I was talking to some people and they were asking for like the podcast, and they pulled them to like, God damn, one hundred and forty three fucking episodes. You guys are like really podcasters. You guys aren't like five episode podcasters. You fucking do this, man. And I was like, Nah, bro. Yeah, we drop weekly. He goes weekly. I was like, Yeah, we drop every week. We haven't missed a week. And he was like, Damn. So y'all been doing it for one hundred and forty three weeks consistently. I'm like, Yeah. They're like, Bro, that's almost like three years. I'm like, Yeah, yeah I, I know, bro. Fuck yeah. We really in this bitch. Anyways, pocket watch out, man. Out.